Welcome to the Team Packed Podcast with your host, Quinton Pools. We hope to inspire you to think critically and biblically about current issues facing our culture, challenge you to make a difference in your community, and ultimately change the world. Hey everybody, it's Quinn and welcome back to the Teen Pack Podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to have Reese Chapman with me. Reese is a 2023 program director with Teen Pack Leadership Schools this year. So what that means is he's participated in the program for a long, long time and he's crazy enough to commit another year. So Reese, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to be here, Quinn. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so Reese is joining us for program director training right now. When this gets released, um, it's going to be the beginning of the state class season. So it's kind of a fun time to look ahead to see all that's about to go down over the next four months and then leading up to national convention. Um, it's a real joy to be a part of Teen Pact. We all know that. Um, but it also comes with sacrifices. It comes with challenges um, in, in, in a lot of ways. And so I wanted to take this time, Reese, to, to kind of get into what your experience has been as a young leader. You've come up through the program from student to today. Uh, and I think that'll just kind of be an insight for people into what is this leadership development thing all about. Mm -hmm. So let's zoom all the way back to when you were a student and yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Who were you? How old were you? Uh, how did you engage with the class? What did you most enjoy? What brought you back year two? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. So my first year as a student was 2018, Teen Pack Georgia 3. It's been my home state class through and through throughout all these years. I was a freshman in high school, so I would estimate I was probably about 14 years old. And my story similar to that of many other students where my mom told me I was going to some miscellaneous abstract government camp, you know. <laughs> I, you know we've probably heard that story a million times. And uh, I didn't want to go. I, I was kicking and screaming. Um, I went and I loved it. Um, I absolutely adored it. I, I don't think I realized just how hands-on the experience was going to be, just how spiritual uh, the class was going to be. Um, so I was more than happy to return in 2019. Uh, 2019 was the year I was the most involved. Uh, my Rewinding to my first year, I, I didn't run for anything. I was still very nervous. But 2019, I thought, hey, I want to make the most out of my week. I want to give 110%. And uh, I did. There was a direct correlation there with the amount of fun I had and the – uh, extent to which my life was changed. Um, mm. I, I think I can in good conscience say Teen Pack 2019 changed the spiritual trajectory of my life. Incredible. Um, yeah, I just went all out. Um, so at the end of that, uh, at, at the end of the week, uh, the program director um, at that class was an intern, uh, Grant Johnson. Took me for a walk around the camp and uh, encouraged me to apply to staff. Now at this point in time, I'm not involved in Teen Pact on a national level. Never yep. been the national convention. I've only, I only know the state class. So Teen Pact on a very small scale compared to how I know it now. So I, I knew that at some point students could be staffers. I just didn't really know how that worked and much less assume I could be the one to fulfill that role. Um, he encouraged me to do it. And um, that was a very life-changing uh, thing for me, for someone to see myself in a leadership position that I did not even see myself in. Mm. Um, that was great. I think that is one of the best aspects of of teen pact and the staffers you have over you who can see potential that you might not even be able to see yet yeah that's awesome so i have a question there you experienced that on the side of being the student having that intern program director walk around with you and just speak into your life and say hey i see leadership in you like mm -hmm. pursue that 
Have you had opportunities since staffing or interning with Teen Pack where you've been able to speak into other people's lives in a similar fashion? I would say 100%. I think one of, if I was ranking my top one, two, three favorite aspects of interning and out program directing, it is kind of this mentor role that you can play with not even just students, but staffers as well. Um, especially I think in Georgia, for example, where I've grown up in this class for years and years, um, there's a, a couple guys that come to my mind where I've, I've watched them. I was students with them maybe for a year, then I staffed with them and then I interned over them and then I'll program direct a class where there are still a staffer. So I've watched this exponential growth, spiritual growth, physical growth. And I love that I can be there to watch them do that. Mm. I, at national convention, one guy in particular came up to me and he was like, yeah, I was just thinking about my growth that I've experienced for the past two, three years. And you, Reese, like you were there to see all of it. And like, thank you. And that meant the world to me. Mm. Uh, I, I just love that. Yeah. I, I've heard it said that, you know, we're called to be faithful, not fruitful, but in some ways that's not truly the case. Like we are, we are actually meant to be fruitful. It's just sure. that we won't always see the fruit. Like sometimes God has that way far in the future um, in our lives to see the fruit, or sometimes we have to wait all the way till heaven to see the fruit of our labor. But I think there's something that you're hitting on that's so, so cool about these years of serving in leadership and Teen Pact is that we get to see some of that fruit. Mm. Like we get that young person who we're, we're really just friends with, peers with, but who looks up to us and says, hey, like you've invested in my life. You've helped change my life. And it's like, what? Like I'm 19, 20 years old. Like, what are you even talking about? Like, God used me. That's awesome. And, and as I've talked to people trying to explain this, this internship and program director experience, it, it's hard to explain it because there's, there's, I mean, I mean, we could talk about a thousand different topics that it's hard to explain, but you know, one of those is this idea that we get to see some of the fruit of early labor in our life. Like we're, we're not yet 20 years old and we're already experiencing this wonderful, wonderful fruitfulness in the midst of hopefully what is faithful labor. And so I just want to affirm that in you. And I'm glad that that young person affirmed that in you and just thanked you for that. But as somebody who's kind of an older leader who, and you know, I'm, I'm probably 10, 12 years ahead of you in this, but like, I see that in you and I see that in these other program directors that you're working with. And I know you've had a ton of fun hanging out with them, getting ready for the season. Um, but it's going to be a joy just to see you guys going out there and just doing that, like just being friends with people, discipling them. Like Mark Dever has that really helpful definition of discipling, helping people follow Jesus. Yeah. It's not this, you know, huge plan that you have to get on. Here's our five-step plan to yeah. becoming a disciple of Christ. It's like oftentimes it's just doing life with people and helping them, helping show them the way of what does it look like to follow Jesus here and here and here. And, mm -hmm. and also hey, leadership is a part of that. Like pursue leadership, like there's leadership in you. And I love that that's your experience because then you can so, I think, authentically yeah. challenge other young men and, and young women to do that. So I love that. So when you think about the 2023 season, uh, you already committed uh, a spring semester last year right. of, of college where you're like, all right, I'm putting college on hold. I'm gonna do this teen pack thing. And maybe it's a little good for the resume to have yeah. this internship. Great. But, but it is a sacrifice. It's mm. putting something on hold. What I've found is that it's all that much more for program directors making that decision. Cause it's the second time. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you, was that a hard decision and how did you go about, um, coming to that conclusion? Yeah, for sure. I think at the beginning of my intern season last year, 
I kind of just told myself if I was going to be asked to program direct, I would almost certainly say no because okay. one semester away from school was already incredibly difficult. I had to pull strings. I had to ask people to pull strings for me. And uh, that, that was just a lot. But as time went on throughout that season in particular, and as I've been back at school this past fall, I, I've started to realize that whatever I want to do with my life, it, there's a couple things I've, I, I've realized that I want to do forever. And that's, I want a job where I can have a personal, even spiritual relationship with people constantly pouring into others. And then second, maybe on a little, on a, on a lesser note, I'm an avid lover of learning and I also enjoy relaying that learned information to others. So it's teaching, it's intentional relationships, and that's what interning provided me. That's what program directing is going to provide even more for me. So with those two things, being at the very center of what I want to do with my life, it was a simple yes to program directing. Mm, that's awesome. Like I said, it is, it is a sacrifice, so thanks for making that sacrifice. I think it's also cool, though, that you see that it's actually part of your big why. Like, it's mm -hmm. it's part of what makes you who you are and what you want to do with your life. So in, in some ways it's not a speed bump. Yeah. It's not a putting life on hold. It's saying, no, this is actually part of that trajectory. It's part of that life that I want to live. Mm -hmm. This is living that that's right. actually doing it. And, and I love that. So kind of wherever that leads you, you know, two years, five years, 20 years from now, uh, that'll be really exciting to see who knows. Right. Yeah. Um, but as you think about this particular ministry, this season of your life, you've got four or five months to be able to just pour in, um, with a certain group of people, you know, you're going to be investing in fellow interns and program directors. You're going to be investing in a bunch of staff with students across the country. Uh, you're going to have, uh, parents and state coordinators and, uh, you know, uh, elected officials. And I mean, there's just going to be a ton yeah. of people that you're going to be engaging with. Um, when you think about that, what, what motivates you the most? Like what kind of context is it? Is it sitting in a staff room, you know, having a, a staff meeting? Is it um, standing in front of the student body at graduation? Is mm -hmm. it uh, a one-on-one -on -one where you're walking around the camp? Like what are, what are one or two moments that you're just like really looking for? I think for me, I have just seen firsthand lives being changed on these teen pack classes, whether it be things like simple walks, things that in the grand scheme of the world, you would not take a step back. You wouldn't take two seconds to think, yeah, that is a life-changing moment for that student. It's a collection of little moments that are so easy to partake in that I can do myself or I can push staffers to do. Um, that can change the lives of so many, so many. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just lives changed. I've just seen that firsthand. I've also seen the power of prayer on classes. Um, I think back to the classes I've been on under program directors these past three years and the classes where the PD has emphasized prayer for every aspect of the class, mm. those have been where I've seen the most powerful things happen. So I'm really excited to be in this position now to set a vision so where I can now be in that position to be like, hey guys, listen, let's let's pray because it works mm. and you will see the fruit of your labor this week, I promise. Yeah, yeah, I love that. There was a, another young man um, who led a, a class several years ago as a program director and something that he did, I think I was serving as the class director. And so what he would do on our like 40 minute commute from the camp to the Capitol and back was to set aside a certain amount of time yep. for, for prayer. Um, not dissimilar to 
what you would see in a, in maybe a more liturgical kind of Presbyterian style church, um, just where it's like, all right, we're going to set up this prayer time and we're going to, there's going to be some sort of public prayer. And then we're just going to have quiet time for private prayer. Mm. And that focused each of us in such a powerful way that then, okay, we're now heading back to the camp. Like we're preparing our hearts for that. We're seeking the Lord. We're asking for his help. And then when we, when we get back to camp and we're changed, we're going to spend time with students. You, you now have had that refreshment of like in the spirit, pouring into people, invested, kingdom eyes, eternal eyes. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's beautiful. Same thing in the morning. And a lot of people are not morning people, you know? And, yeah. and so it's like, God, this needs to be your energy through me. Um, but I love that. I think, I think the power of prayer, um, if you can embrace that as a leader and help 16 and 17 year old staffers see the priority of prayer um, in a teen pack setting that that's going to model for them for life and for their local church and for their ongoing ministry, what prayer needs to be a part of that. Right. So that's beautiful. Love that. Um, when you talked about little moments, you know, it's, it's the conversations, it's just the little moments here and there that kind of build towards something really profound. And, and by God's grace, he uses that, that that's challenging to me because, uh, because for me, I, uh, you know, you and I both love playing basketball right. and, uh, I think probably since, I don't know, what was it? Staff training 2020, you know, w- there's, there's photos of us on, on, on the website of playing basketball and just enjoying that. And and for me, I, I so love sports that I, I will almost always gravitate. If, if you give me the opportunity to like go play a sport or do something else, it's like, yeah, I'm going to yeah. go play the sport. And I've started to realize that, Sometimes it's choosing to not play and to have the conversation with somebody who's uh, just sitting on the sideline that can have an even greater impact. Or it's looking at the activity that is the sport and saying, all right, how can I do something more than just play a game? Yeah. Like, how can I be investing in leaders and how can I help infuse you know, concepts of, 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 of service and teamwork and you know, those sorts of things? And, and sometimes it takes me a really long time to like engage that part of my mind because I'm just so competitive and I'm right. just like, I'm just excited to be out here playing a game. Yeah. Um, how have you wrestled with that or like prioritized just like hanging out with people, just being present with people? Like, I think that's what Jesus did, right? right. Like Jesus was present with people. He, he hung out with people in many ways. Right. So how have you been able to do that? Cause I'm still trying to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, likewise, I, en- I enjoy a great game of basketball. I love sports. Most of the time I'm going to opt for, for that option, but I think people are going to recognize how you carry yourself. And especially if you're in a position of authority, like, like us, they're going to recognize how you carry yourself in any area of life, whatever you're doing. I think you can still be intentional with others. You can still bring God, the glory in a game of basketball. Like, you know, making sure over competitiveness does not take you over. Um, making sure that you are being a voice of encouragement on the basketball court, things like that. Often it might look like opting out of that game to be intentional with someone that you know has been spending the majority of a, a state class by themselves. Um, I, you know, it's not like opting to play sports or being intentional are on opposite ends of a spectrum. Sure. You know, just yeah. being self-aware. Yeah, that's really good. I So to dive into the sports uh, moment for a moment, um, at National Convention this year, I was on a team comprised exclusively of students, and then it was me on yeah. the basketball court. And, you know, we were 
doing our darndest in that tournament to, to win. And in the final game, I remember uh, giving one of the students uh, the final shot, uh, the chance to send us to the next game yeah. or or it's over. And, uh, and, and we lost. And I was probably the better shooter. I was probably the better scorer on the team. But it was one of those moments where in my in my internal evaluation, I was like, you know what, this is this is a leadership moment for him. I want to mm. invest in him. I want to give him this opportunity. And if he if he makes it, that's going to just be incredible. And that's just, you know, he's going to remember that for the rest of his life. Yeah. If he misses, you know, we, we you know, life goes on. We're fine. Ever since then, though, when I tell people <laughs> about that decision, they're always like, that was the wrong decision, Quinn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. Like, you should you should have you should have taken the shot made the shot and sent your team to the next game. He can shoot all of the shots in the next game. That's fine. But you need to at least make the next yeah, game. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man, I don't know. But I, th- I think, you know, I think the point of that is uh, and you, you you made the right point. And that is, you know, there, there's more going on than just the co- the competition of the game, like encouraging people and not letting over competitiveness like kind of transform the game into something that is that is bent out of shape not toward you know human flourishing and 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 us blessing one another but instead kind of it can kind of turn into a corrupting situation and so i think i think that's really helpful and and when i think about sports it's not it's not just about getting out there to be active it's not about getting out there to win it's about investing in people and you right. talked about how you know, one of the two things that you really are motivated to do with your life is to pursue kind of that personal or, or spiritual relational kind of connecting with people. And, and when I think about the team pack classes, man, that is just, everybody's ripe for that. Like everyone's right. there for that. Right. And there's an openness and an eagerness. And so um, when you think about um, different contexts with staffers in particular, um, whether that's in a staff van or, you know, over over a weekend when you're just kind of hanging out at a host home or you're traveling in a van with another intern to the next class. Like, are there any of those moments that you're just like, man, that's just going to be so fun? Are there any of those moments where it's just going to be so fun? Yeah. For this upcoming season. Yeah. Um, I love the weekends before and the weekends after all of my classes. Mm. Uh, those are some of the moments I look the most forward to. You're not um, dead tired. I, oh, I'm dead tired. Okay. I'm dead tired. <laughs> all right. I, I can assure you of that. Um, but, uh, before on the front end, it's like the, the weight of the class hasn't like officially set in on that Saturday night. And after it's, almost like a burden has been lifted, you know, you know, I mean, we had fun. I, I hate to call it a burden, you know, but I mean, the, the hard work's over and yeah. it's, it's, it's time to celebrate and mm. I'll just hang out with your friends. Um, those are the, some of the times I definitely do look the most forward to, especially on the front end where I fly into whatever state and I virtually have no idea who these staffers are and vice versa. These staffers have no idea who I am, but I, I look so forward to just building the foundation for what could be, just a great friendship. I, yeah. You never really know when you're going to meet someone you hit it off with. You don't normally look at someone and think that is going to be one of my best friends, or at least I can't recall a time where I've done that. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like the mystery in it, the anticipation. Okay. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. And, and I love the end of the week because especially if, if there is any time to be able to do some sort of activity that's like maybe unique to that state or, or like, um, you know, something that the state coordinator puts together for the staff to do. I mean, I've done like, you know, whether it's like uh, build a pizza at Mrs. Cox's house right. or um, in Idaho this past year, I was there with Will Trantham and, you know, we went on a hike 
for sunset on Friday night. And it was just awesome. You're just like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is what Idaho's like with sunset. That's so cool. Um, But those moments, it's not just making pizza. It's not just sitting there for a sunset. It was that we were with a bunch of people that we had just worked really, really hard with. And we'd come to trust and we'd come to laugh with and pray with. And like, it was really sweet because it's like in just a week's time, you develop such chemistry and unity and and you're on the same mission and you're working hard and you're checking in with each other constantly. And there's all this communication and prayer. And I just think that the the team packed experience is second to none. Like, I mean, I... You know, you, you go back to a church that I don't know what kind of church setting yours is like, but he, but even I was talking to a, a friend of mine here in Richmond where like we go to a couple different churches and it's like, oh, I wish that, you know, the entire congregation had that kind of vibrancy that, right. that you find at teen pack classes where like, you know, by the end of the week, everyone's just like fully invested in it. And like they're considering the weight of the word of God and they're, and they're singing out louder and they're raising their hands. And it's just like this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. And I I just want that to just kind of permeate. Right. And so whenever I have young people from my, my youth group at church attend teen pact, I'm just like, yes, this is going to be awesome. awesome. You're going to love it. (laughs) So I I love hearing just kind of about your, your vision for the things, the way I can, I can see it in the ways that God has already shaped you and gifted you. And then aligning that with your personal mission and then showing that this year is not just, you know, it's not just a, a heavy sacrifice. It is a joyful service. Like mm-hmm. it is a, hey, there's opportunity here. There is, there's an opportunity to invest in other young people I've been invested in. So way to follow the Great Commission, disciples making disciples. It's going to be a really fun year. Do you have any kind of final thoughts as you think about the year ahead? And uh, wait, what, what is the first class you're going to be on? Is it a Georgia class? It's Indiana. Indiana. Actually. Okay. Indiana. Stealing you away. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited uh, for this season. I have a lot of repeats, which is very fun. Um, Teen Pack is sending me to Indiana for the third year in a row, okay. like, for example. So How about it's like, that? I know it's like a home state class at this point. Um, nice. But I am very much looking forward to this season. Uh, Teen Pack has meant the absolute world to me. Um, it's crazy. I, my friends back home have watched it change me um, over the course of many, many years. And that's, that's, that's why I do it. I love seeing that change, not just in myself, but in others and being a vessel that the Lord uses to carry out that change. Um, I'm excited to see that carry over in the next over the next few months. Yeah, yeah, love to hear it. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Team Packed Podcast. Have any questions about today's episode? Send us an email at communications at teampack.com or you can visit our website for more information about our programs and state classes. 